The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote and published on my Substack, rabbishneeweiss.substack.com, and on my blog, kolhasreedim.blogspot.com, on February 17th, 2023, and the article is entitled, Mishpatim, Does Hashem Reward Good Dogs? It says in Shemos 2230, quote, People of holiness shall you be to me. You shall not eat flesh of a trefa, an animal that was torn in the field. To the dog shall you throw it, end quote. Although treif in the vernacular has come to refer to any non-kosher food, the technical definition is meat from an animal with a life-threatening physical defect, such as a mortal wound or a terminal illness. The question is, why does the Torah tell us to throw our trefa to the dogs? The simple answer is that this was the most common way to dispose of trefa. However, Rashi, citing the Chilta, writes, quote, This teaches us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't deprive any creature of its reward, as it is stated in the narrative about the plague of the firstborn, in Shemos 11.7, but against all the children of Israel, no dog shall whet its tongue. Namely, the dogs will not bark. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, give the dog its reward, end quote. This explanation raises several difficulties, the first and foremost of which is stated by the Rambam in the Mor Nevuchim 3.17, quote, the notion of reward and punishment for animals has never been heard in our nation at all and was not mentioned by any one of the Talmudic sages. However, the later sages among the Gaonim heard this view from the Islamic philosophical sect of the Mutazilites and approved of it and accepted it, end quote. Reward and punishment are only relevant to human beings who possess intellect and free will. Moreover, the dogs that refrain from barking in Egypt aren't the same dogs we reward with treif. Seemingly, those Egyptian dogs were deprived of their reward. Lastly, this seems like a poorly structured reward. It would be one thing if we were obligated to give our treif to the dogs, but halakhically it's optional and therefore not guaranteed. Radak weighs in on the question of divine recompense for animals in his commentary on Ashrei on Tehillim 145.17, quote, we say that there is reward and punishment for other species of animals in human involvement. We find in Breshis 9.5, I Hashem will exact punishment from every wild animal that kills a man. And it was said by way of reward in 1 Malachim 13.28, the lion had not eaten the corpse, nor had it torn the donkey. Our sages explain such reward for animals as the donkey and the dog, saying, "Why?" Uh, and this is in Bechoros 5b. Why are the firstborn donkeys differentiated from other firstborn animals, such that they may be redeemed in exchange for a lamb or a kid? They explain because they carried the Egyptian spoils for Israel, and it was said that to the dog shall you throw it is in merit of no dog shall whet its tongue. This teaches that a Baruch who doesn't deprive any creature of its reward. End quote. Radak maintains that there is reward and punishment for other animals in human involvement. This phrase is somewhat vague. Thankfully, he provides us with a clue in his commentary on the case in Sefer Malachim mentioned above. Hashem prevented the lion from eating the donkey to reward it for providing transportation for the prophet. There, the Radak writes, quote, The reward for the donkey in this world was for the sake of Kavod Hanavi, for the honor of the prophet who rode on him. For there is reward and punishment for other species of animals in this world, be'inyan ha'adam, in the affairs of man. End quote from the Radak. In other words, God rewards and punishes animals not for their own sake, but because of the impact of this reward and punishment on humans. 
He protected the donkey, not as a reward for the donkey's sake, but because protecting the Navi's donkey preserved the Navi's kavod. The same is true in our case. Hashem does not reward dogs with treif for their sake, but for our sake. The silence of the dogs in Egypt resulted in a more tranquil exodus. To commemorate this, Hashem incorporated dogs into the Torah's presentation of the laws of treif. Now, whenever we encounter treif, we will be prompted to feed it to our dogs, which will lead us to reflect on the kindness shown to us by Hashem when he took us out from Egypt. The same is true for donkeys. Whenever we redeem a donkey, we will recall the beneficence of Hashem in allowing us to take the spoils of Egypt, which we transported on our donkeys. The takeaway is not these particular ideas, but the methodology. We interpret Midrashim in light of fundamentals, not the other way around. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbischneewes at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.